0: What is up, everybody? My name is Trina Rose, and welcome to Episode 2. We are going to be talking about what BDSM is in this episode, and in order to accomplish this, we are going to break it down into its relative parts, so that way we can understand BDSM as a whole. So let's dive on in, shall we? Welcome to the life of an adult entertainer. So, first off, when I first started in the lifestyle a long, long time ago, I spent hours scouring the internet looking for the answer to this most common question, what is BDSM? Now... I had read countless articles and books trying to grasp the answer that I found, but what I was really looking for was an in-depth look at what the acronym stood for. But I could only find fragmented pieces, in my own humble opinion, okay? From various sources uh, that I had to piece together um, in order to understand it. Like I said, this was many years ago, and I am going to attempt in this episode to be as thorough as possible in answering this question, Uh, and in order to do that, I feel like breaking it down into its respective, uh, respective parts is the best way to go. But before we dive into breaking down what BDSM is. Just a quick note on BDSM here. Uh, You know, BDSM requires a lot of respect and trust for many, if not all, of the acts involved in BDSM, or a kink for that matter. Uh, Both parties involved must be able to trust one another. Respect is earned through effective communication of one's limits, and the use of a safe word, or combination of safe words, which are usually distinctly Established in order to communicate during a scene. Uh, a safe word is a word that anyone can say at any time to either stop or slow down whatever action is taking place. A scene may also be referred to as play. It is a, speci- a specified period of time and the contents and circumstances of the scene. So, what that means is that a scene is a set-aside period of time for play, okay? And the contents and circumstances of everything that ever happens within that scene is discussed a pr- uh, prior to the scene happening. Now, everyone has to be in agreeance on what happens within these scenes, Limits are defined as issues that participants in a play scene or dynamic feel strongly about, usually referring to prohibited activities that may be called hard or soft limits. Hard limits are no-goes. These are things you absolutely wouldn't do. Soft limits are the things you'd like to try but you're unsure of or the things you absolutely love. And it's always good to have these discussed at the very beginning, uh, even before if you enter into a contract um, or any kind of ingre- agreement or dynamic. It is always good to have this conversation to see if your limits match your part, your potential's part, your your potential partner's limits. Because you don't want to have some, you don't want to have a sub whose limits are completely different than yours, or a dom whose uh, limits are completely different than yours. All right. BDSM stands for bondage and discipline, dominance and submission, and sadomasochism, or sadism and masochism. It just all depends on what website you are actually reading Um, because some will break sadomasochism up into sadism and masochism, and some will just use sadomasochism. Uh, What do each of these parts mean, though? Well, we're going to take a look at these individual parts very, very soon, but before we do, I want to take a look at just one of a few of the slightly different definitions of BDSM. BDSM is a variety of often erotic practices or role-playing involving but not limited to bondage, discipline, dominance, and submission, sadomasochism, and other related interpersonal dynamics. Within the BDSM world, also referred to as the lifestyle among its various practitioners, there are numerous roles and dynamics. But we'll talk about those in another episode. For now, let's start by covering... Bondage and Discipline, dominant Submission, and Sadomasochism, or Sadism and Masochism. Alright? So, Bondage and Discipline, the B and D of BDSM. The term bondage describes the practice of physical restraint and is usually, but not always, a sexual practice. While bondage is a very popular variation within the larger field of BDSM, it is nonetheless sometimes differentiated... ...from the rest of this field. Strictly speaking, bondage means binding the partner by tying their appendages together. For example, by the use of handcuffs or ropes, or by lashing their arms to an object or set of objects. Bondage can also be achieved by spreading the appendages and fastening them with chains or ropes... ...to a St. Andrew's cross or even spreader bars. But, again... All of these things we're mentioning now, we will cover in later episodes. The term discipline describes psychologically restraining the submissive with the use of rules and punishments to control overt behaviors. Punishment can be administered in the form of physical pain, psychological humiliation, or loss of freedom caused physically. For example, taking the submissive's favorite activity away for a period of time, much like you would taking a toy away from a child when you are trying to teach them a lesson. Dominance and Submission, also known as big D, little s, and then there is the big D and sign, little s, or the big D slash, little s. It just all depends on what website you're reading on and how they write it. Uh, It is a set of behaviors, customs, and rituals relating to the giving and accepting of control of one individual over another, usually in an erotic or lifestyle context. It explores more mental aspects of the lifestyle. Often, contracts are set out in writing to record the formal consent of the parties to the power exchange. The purpose of this kind of agreement is primarily to encourage discussion and negotiation in advance, and then to document that understanding for the benefit of all parties involved. Such documents have not been recognized as being legally binding, nor would they intended to be in the first place. These agreements are binding in the sense that parties have the expectation that the negotiated rules will be followed, and often other friends and community members may be present uh, in order to witness the signing of such a document in a ceremony. And then it also helps to keep parties from violating their agreement, as they will lose... As uh, violating the agreement can result in loss of face, respect of their stat- uh, respect or status within their, with their friends in the community. There are other things that could happen as well. You could get removed from a community. You could no- you know, There's all kinds of things. In general, as compared to conventional relationships, BDSM participants go to great lengths to negotiate the important aspects of their relationships in advance and to take great care in learning about and following safe practices. In DS, the dominant is the top, and the submissive is the bottom. So, the dom is essentially the one that calls the shots, but that is actually not the truth of the matter. The submissive holds all the cards, because the submissive can dictate what the dominant can or cannot do to them. There are so many layers to just this one little bit that we talked about that I have presented here that literally it would require maybe five to six hours if not more to cover it so just know dominance are the top submissives are the bottoms Dom, uh, the dom is in control of the sub, the sub willingly gives control to the dominant, alright and contracts, they're not legally binding, but they're good to have around as they set everything out in writing before you even enter the dynamic. And this is where, like in my personal contract that I write for all of my subs, what I do is I have appendixes that are referenced throughout the contract. And one of those appendixes is our hard and soft limits. And then, of course, I always add a separate list of... That is the want to try list. So then that way I have an understanding of where they're at, where they want to he- which direction they want to head in. So then that way I can plan scenes accordingly. And of course, every scene is always discussed prior. All right. And then there's always aftercare, which usually includes a discussion about everything that happened, especially the new experiences and acts that have occurred during those scenes. Sadomasochism is derived from the words sadism and masochism. These terms differ somewhat from the same terms used in psychology. Sadomasochism refers to the aspects of BDSM surrounding the exchange of physical or emotional pain. Sadism describes sexual pleasure derived by inflicting pain, degradation, humiliation on another person or causing another person to suffer, while the term masochist, on the other hand, refers to someone who enjoys being hurt, humiliated, or suffering, within the consensual scenario. Sadomasochist seems... Sometimes reach a level that appears More extreme or cruel than other forms Of BDSM Sadomasochism also does not Imply enjoyment through causing Or receiving pain in other situations For example Accidentally injuring yourself or Medical procedures So The big thing to know Here is Sadomasochism is What I would call the Heavy stuff (laughs) Okay, so you have the sadist who likes to inflict the pain, so to speak, and the masochist who likes to receive the pain. Okay, and a sadomasochist, or uh, yeah, a sadomasochist is usually somebody who likes to both give and receive pain. So it's kind of middle term, middle ground, if you will. All right. And this is only within scenes. This does not include everyday life. They aren't gonna. They don't derive pleasure from you know getting into a car accident and getting hurt or falling off of a falling out of a tree and breaking the leg. Those kind of things they don't derive any kind of pleasure from. They usually. Well, I'm not gonna say they usually. I'm only speaking from experience. The masochists that I've had uh, me being a sadist myself the masochist subs that I've had they literally enjoy spankings um, some more on the hardcore stuff like knife play things like that they can feel these sensations but at the same time they know they're not in any serious harm Okay. So, hopefully, with all of this, you can see that BDSM as a whole is a giant umbrella term that does require a lot of respect and trust. When you compare this to conventional relationships, think of, like, BDSM as being able to be a conventional relationship plus... So, think of it like, in, in terms of packages, think of it like, conventional relationships are the light version, BDSM is the pro version, and the premium version is when conventional relationships and BDSM relationships combine, alright? You get the best of both worlds in the premium Uh, you know, instead of having one or the other, and the reason why I talk about this is because my slave that just recently passed away also was my wife, so we had a conventional relationship, but we also had a BDSM relationship and dynamic as well. So we got the best of both worlds. She got the mushy, mushy, gushy, lovey-dovey, and she also got the stern and demanding mistress uh, that she needed. And on my end, I got to have the slave that I needed, but I also had the support system that I needed, if that makes sense. All right? As well as BDSM always requires consent from both parties that are involved. Consent is key. Consent is king in a BDSM dynamic. So, you know, there's a lot going on here that has to be talked about, discussed, um, you know, maybe put into writing. Um, You know, there are specific rituals and things like that that one may go through if they so choose to mark these occasions, such as a contract signing uh, ceremony, a collaring ceremony, you know, different things like that. And, you know, there are specific expectations for both sides of the coin as well. The dom has expectations of the sub. The sub has expectations of the dom. Now, this does not mean that the dom is male and the sub is female. This is not always the case. You can literally have a dom that's male, a sub that's male. You can have a dom that's female and a sub that's female. You can have a dom that's female and a sub that's male. You can even have a dom that's male and a sub that's female. There, there are endless possibilities. Alright, and going into the lifestyle... I was nervous being a trans woman that it would be just like every, commu- every other community, you know, have some kind of issue with trans people. But believe it or not, the BDSM community is pretty accepting of all LGBT. Alright? So if that is one of your big concerns, put that to bed. You are going to have run into people who are like that, but most time, most generally, they're pretty cool people. Uh, some of my best, uh, some of my best friends, are subs and doms. Uh, granted, I'm friends with both the dom and sub at that in that area, or I am friends with a sub that is unowned by a dom at that point. When they become owned, we don't usually talk out of respect for that dom. Um. Unless the dom says that it's okay, I will obviously ask first. You know, there's a lot of respect that goes from one dom to another, uh, you know, as well as the dom the sub. Just respect and consent are key components here. And if you are the type of person who does not do well with respect and communication, and you want to be in this lifestyle... Practice makes perfect That's all I'm Going to say on the subject So with that being said This is a short Short episode I apologize greatly For this being as short as it is And until next time guys With love and orgasms This is Tarina Rose signing off